Welcome to Black Cancer, a podcast about our lives as people of color told through our cancer journeys. I'm creator and host, Jodi Ambury. As promised, this episode is Black Cancer's first bonus episode. It's a portion of my conversation with Kelvin Yates that didn't make it into the final cut of episode two, season three. I took it out because I wanted to call attention to neuropathy, the neuropathy Kelvin and I both share as discovering those similarities in our different journeys became really meaningful to us. Neuropathy can be hard to explain to folks who've never experienced it, so I hope this short conversation helped others feel seen. Here's a piece of my conversation with Kelvin. You know, until I spoke to you, I hadn't come across someone whose experience mapped onto mine in some way. Right. When we had that conversation weeks back here, you were the first person that I have come across that knew what I was going through or knew what I went through. (laughs) God put this connection together. And all the people I talked to, you know, people have, yeah, I got a little bit of back pain. I had this, I had a broken rib. But the severity of what I went through, I have never, ever came across anybody until we met two weeks ago. <laughs> you know, like I said, it, it left me speechless in a sense where I was like, wow, wow. <laughs> two totally different worlds wouldn't have never even known. And, you know, you always know there's somebody out there that is either has the same situation you're going through kind of in a different manner, but all the side effects are the same Yeah. with the medication, the, the hand, the feet, what they went through, their journey that they went through. There's somebody out there that's similar and I, I never met up yeah. until this point. And we are, I'm at six years now. Insane. It's wild. Cause <laughs> I was trying to think of how to do this. <laughs> I was like, man, we should have a game at the end of the podcast. Like, who has it worse? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know how to do that, but I, let's take a detour into the space because we were talking about the walker and all that kind okay. of stuff. Because, yes. like, uh-huh. the physical journey part is... <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Like, it's so bad. So, and normally I have, like, two pairs of flip-flops. I have the flip-flops that I wear outside okay. and the flip-flops that I wear in the house because... I cannot tolerate standing without anything on my feet. Mm -hmm. As a kid, I got in trouble all the time because I would walk barefoot outside. Like to the point where I'm like, oh, mom, my my stomach hurts. She's like, you walk barefoot too much. I'm like, I have a headache. You walk barefoot too much. And now I'm like, you almost never see me without something on my feet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. Ditto. Because I'll come home and like, I might walk from the room to the kitchen and back to the room. And my wife would notice that, you know, what? I don't, I don't have slippers or something on my feet. And she's like, now, you know, you can't be walking around here with nothing on your feet. I cannot. I mean, literally, I go from shoes, tennis shoes, flip flops, whatever it is I'm out about in, come in. And I have to and actually I have to have a Nova foam slipper. Wait. Yes. <laughs> She found me a pair two years ago for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, 
it is like walking like if you have it you know there's like nova foam pillows and mattress toppers yeah they have them in a slipper that is off the hook um yes. we talk about having too many Do shoes it. i'm like wait should i get these when you walk on these you will be like wow wow you'll be ready to leave the house with them but yeah it's a it's a nova foam slipper it took me five years to find i mean i there's a there's these slippers I won't get rid of because yeah. they're so comfortable. They're not Nova foam, but they're just so comfortable. But the Nova foams, when I get home from work, mm-hmm. first things I go to switch to those. When I get up in the morning, because I'm sure you know you can't just jump no. out of bed in the morning. There's like no get up and first. go. You gotta <laughs> you gotta sit up. You gotta you know you know the process. It's like come on. <laughs> what I need is like a bed stand, so I can just have my medication right away. But I don't. So I just like lay in bed and like, I need my medication. All right, let me stretch out. I got to wiggle my toes. I Mm -hmm. scrunch them. Like, okay, can you feel Mm -hmm. your body? Like I, we talked about this, like doing the whole body scan. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. The body surf and and make sure everything's good functioning because the last thing you want to do is put them feet on the floor and something ain't working. (laughs) I'm not ready to carry this weight right now. (laughs) <laughs> right. But then yeah. sometimes I'm like, I really yeah. have to use the bathroom. And I'm like, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> Get out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's a process. And I always tell people, I said, if you just knew the process in the morning alone, yeah. just the, the start of the day process for somebody like myself or any, or I'm sure like you go through just getting out of bed just for the first you know 20 minutes of your day getting to the bathroom getting your your feet and legs to be on the same page yep. it's a yeah. process but yes the nova foam slippers because <laughs> once you get a pair you will be like yo oh my what's god up? you know i like you're mm-hmm. talking about the morning routine i got like viscerally mm-hmm. upset i don't take meetings before 1 p.m. I organize my uh-huh. own life now, which is great. Like, especially managing chronic pain where I can set meetings mm-hmm. where I know my body's kind of more up for it. So normally I don't take yeah. meetings before one with rare exception. I do. Mm-hmm. And I took this 9 a.m. meeting. I don't know why people are obsessed with, are you a morning person? We never say, are you an evening? Oh, you're not an evening person. Are you right? Right. So she goes, oh, you're not a morning person. Are you? And I just woken up maybe like an hour before, which is not enough time to like get me functioning. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was so upset. Like I didn't know what to say and it just felt so ableist to me. And I was like, I have mm-hmm. medical things that I have to deal with in the morning. Right. And I just like left it at that. It was like a business meeting. I was so sour. Um, and it yeah. made me upset. For, I was thinking I was mad about it for like two or three days. Oh, I, I, I can believe it because people just don't realize this like you know no i'm not a morning person yeah i have a spinal cord injury (laughs) yeah exactly i have a back that has probably three vertebrae that are artificial (laughs) most people never even heard of that you got an artificial vertebrae oh yes got four of them as a matter of fact foreign agents in my body that are keeping me upright so yeah exactly (laughs) yeah What's your deal with temperature? Oh, the cold. These hands, they, uh, if especially if it's cold and dry, 
like I have to keep them moisturized because if my hands are cold and yeah. dry, oh, they they hurt, hurt, hurt bad. Is it like a numbing or a tingling or like a muscle seizing? It's like a like a shooting, like a kind of prickly yeah. thing, but then it it has like a burning to it. It's like a cold, cold burn. Cold burn. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yes. Yes. Yep. So I get that in my hands and my feet, but I don't like it in my hands because my hands are every, like I hammer, drill, saw, you know, Yeah. these things have to be able to function at a, at a reasonable temperature. Cold is yeah. not one of them. Yeah. Um, so yes, the cold, just the body does not like the cold. Same. And that's kind of made me <laughs> stuck because when it's cold, everything like waist below gets very numb and like hard to move my arms and my back. So this is like maybe what 80% of my body gets numb, stiff, and just, it's just like so insufferable. And I'm trying to figure out like, do I need to move somewhere? Like, do I need to be somewhere else where I can be comfortable all year round and not have to deal with temperature? Mm -hmm. I think about moving to Atlanta or something. Okay, cool. It's hot. Mm -hmm. But because it's so hot, people use the air conditioner a lot. And I'm like, I can't be in Mm -hmm. air conditioning. Right. (laughs) That going from hot to cold. Yeah. And even in my house, the air just like, it cranks. I mean, you go down the basement, it's like, what the heck? I have to go down in middle of summer. I'm down the basement, sweatpants, sweatshirt, under a blanket. I sleep with an additional blanket all year round. My, my wife calls me Linus, but <laughs> <laughs> two blankets and I have a heating pad. Yeah, yeah. I've this, I've I've gone through heating pads like. Yeah, because the cold just it just yep. So and that's the one thing I love like post COVID being home. I can control the temperature. Mm-hmm. Before I got laid off mm-hmm. when COVID hit, when we were just working from home, I was so excited. So I'm like, I don't have to be in this cold ass <laughs> office every day. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or people, I had a lot of coworkers because I was new to the job who would always ask me, like, why I had a heating pad all the time. And I'm like, I. Right. Yeah. I don't want to go into this. <laughs> it's like, yeah. my body Money. hurts always. Leave me yeah. alone. <laughs> like, none of your damn business. And it's like, and then when you start explaining, like, some of this stuff to people, you sound crazy. But I had a scary mm-hmm. thing this week. Like, I realized um, I have a scab on my elbow that looks mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I can't tell you when it happened, how it happened, but, like, I have an open wound on my elbow. Wow. Wow. I didn't know. And it was, like, I, it's because I saw blood on my hand. Mm-hmm. That's the scariest thing for me with numbness and neuropathy, that things might be mm-hmm. happening to your body but you don't really know. Right. So what they do for me with my back every about six months, they go in and they do this, um, what they call a nerve block. Yep. I've had one of those. Because Yeah. And, you know, you get that and then you don't have feeling. So, you know, something hits you or you scrape up against something you don't know. And people are like, well, that's good because then you don't feel anything. no. It's not good because then you don't know when something happens or, or you get hit with something or, or cut. You don't yeah. know. So next thing you know, you're sitting there like bleeding and they're like, oh, just blood yeah. running down your arm or 
or when that thing starts to wear off, you're like, oh, what the? <laughs> it's like, how long has it been like that for, you know? Yeah, I think for like the normals, the other people <laughs> that don't have to deal with this, yeah. maybe the best analogy is like, you know, if you get dental work and they numb you up and you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, we're good. You're here having conversations with people, whatever, whatever. And then it starts yeah. to wear off yes and you really feel what is happening yes I feel like that when I kind of go through these phases of um when medication wears off or when I'm using the heating pad or not using heating pad like (laughs) those types of things um I went to Costco with my sister you just walk into a freezer and so I have to stand outside of it like in the paper towel section and like tell my sister all the things Mm -hmm. that I want because Mm -hmm unless I'm just going to go through that's why I like going to the same supermarket over and over because I can go like I don't have to spend time in the cold section I'm not familiar Mm -hmm. with the where we were and so it's just like here's the stuff that I want and I'll just wait here with these paper towels and I hate that yeah (laughs) it's like because then you're like well I want to see what yeah I want to go shopping yeah (laughs) yeah like produce it must have been the produce section because that's the the cooler, yeah, is you go in there and it's like, brr, and it can be the middle of the yeah. summer and it feel we're at 40 degrees, 37 degrees. And it's like, yikes. Yeah. So, so. how did you um, yeah. handle the neuropathy going back to work? Mm-hmm. So the shoe game, that's, that's what I call it, the shoe game. It's, it is a game that I keep losing my dollars in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those investments that you're going to lose on mm-hmm. no matter what, because there's no way of really going, all right, this works. Oh, I know that's going to work. You know, you see it online, you know, it has to have some kind of arch to it. It can't be a, a flat yep. shoe, it has to have some kind of arch. You know, I order it, the shoe gets here, and then I realize that there's no tongue to the shoe. Like it's all one shoe at the top. And I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to put that on? <laughs> well, these are going back, yep. you know? <laughs> uh, so then it's like, all right, back. But I really, it's the shoe yeah. game. That's it's, And it's a game because you just don't know. And for me, I really, really, really have to roll a dice because once I put those on, I'm in those shoes for 11 hours at least. At least, so it's tough. That's a tough thing. And one thing I've tried mm-hmm. to accept, and I'm still working on it, anytime I have to go somewhere, is you, you're going to have to take like maybe five pairs of shoes with you. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, yep. I'm like, okay, well, what if we do this? And what if we do this? It's just like, I have to bring mm-hmm. all of these options with me because I don't know what the situation is. That's why, like, even like going places mm-hmm. in cars, like I went to Puerto Rico with my friend and just the back of the car was just filled with different shoe options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So like we're getting ready to go on vacation here in, in the middle of the summer and it's like, all right, well, what are we going to be doing when we go on vacation? Because yep, if I don't have the right shoe, it ain't going to work yep. out too well. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like can my can I stand can I be supported do you use canes or walkers or any type of like walking aid now I do not and it's funny because every time I go to the doctor that's the first thing he asks are you using a cane and I'm like absolutely not 
Why not? Is it your internalized ableism? <laughs> no, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, you know what? I can't do it. So I had my hip replaced mm-hmm. a couple of years back. And I mean, I literally went from the walker to the cane to nothing at all in a matter of, I think it was a month because I was like, I, I can't do it. I'll figure the balance out. I can't be walking around with a cane. I'm sorry. You need to talk to somebody about that. <laughs> yeah. No, and I say this because I've been on a, I've been really trying to understand my internalized ableism or like fear of disability mm-hmm. and been navigating that for the past three years. Because before this, okay. I was athletic. I was from the marathons doing this, like very active, mm-hmm. snowboarding, surfing, whatever. And to then just like, you can't walk. And I'm sure it's similar for you, like very active, mm-hmm. working with your tools, whatever, and then yeah. you can't do it. As you like having that battle of like, you know, in the wheelchair, and you can't do anything. And then you're in the walker and then it had a cane. Mm-hmm. And I ended up using that cane near full time for about a year. And then mm-hmm. I was using part-time and then, then kind of like, mm-hmm. I don't use it normally to get around except I have like a collapsible one that I travel with. Okay. Okay. Real talk, especially as a black woman, mm-hmm. having the cane gives me like temporary whiteness. <laughs> <laughs> Where like people are nice to me and like don't give uh-huh. me too much crap for stuff. Right. And so I right. prefer to have a cane in an airport. Right. It just makes my life a little bit easier because then especially yeah. as a young person where I'm like, listen, I have limited energy. I'm not going to spend the energy mm-hmm. carrying all these bags to the airport so you can run me that wheelchair. Right. And like, so that's something I got over <laughs> quick. I was like, why am I walking a mile yeah. to get out of JFK? You better run me that wheelchair. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's easier to ask okay. for that if I have mm-hmm. a pain. And okay. then being in the city. And I'm used to like subway Manhattan life. And I'm about to kind of get into Manhattan this week for the first time since COVID. Okay. Okay. I prefer to have the cane with me as an mm-hmm. external symbol to people. Like, don't be on me if I'm walking slow. Right. You could yeah. give me a seat, right? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's right. less about like, what I need specifically now, and I actually I feel like I use it more to get the things that I need in the world, or ask right. for a little right. grace yeah. and forgiveness. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's a godsend. Trust me. I mean, I probably do need it more, especially you know, just like you said, if you're on vacation or you're traveling, trying to get from point A to point B, I probably should be using it. And that's just for my own safety and security. So, you know, no idiot comes in, you know. Like brush up on you. Just like. (laughs) Yeah. Bro. (laughs) Right. Fragile bones. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's hard. It's just so hard. Do you feel weak? Do you feel sick? Like, what is it that keeps you away from it? You know what I think it is? I think it puts me in that just maybe weakness maybe it's it's a for me it's like a form of weakness that I can't like I don't have control I hear that you know so like I need this to keep control um 
when, you know, I probably do need it, but it's that control factor. Like, I'm not going to do this because then it, it means that I don't know what I'm doing or I can't overcome something or, or get over an obstacle, which, you know, there's been times I've stepped off a curb and I'm like, what the F, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I think a lot of it is, is, is the, the, the sign of weakness when it is, shouldn't even be that. It should be a, a sign of strength being that, you know, I know I can use this thing and I need it and this is what I yeah. got, you know, deal with it. So, so yeah. Maybe that's why I turn mm-hmm. it into a race thing. It's easier for me to process. It's just like, mm-hmm. I just need some temporary whiteness right now. Let me get this cane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Versus like, I think especially when you identify as a strong person or if people see you as strong to have a signifier mm-hmm. that you need help was tough for me for a very long time. It's still tough for me. And and even for me too, you know, asking for help is, is, it's like, I don't need it. Why? I'm not going to ask for it. You know, what can we do to help? You don't need to do anything to help me. I don't need it. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes it tough. It does. Yeah. 